Is your home or apartment in need of a glow-up, but current furniture prices, crazy shipping fees, and long delivery wait times have been holding you back from creating the space of your dreams? If so, you might want to check out Home.com. Based right here in Fort Worth, Home has hundreds of chairs, sofas, recliners, home office furniture, and more in stock and ready to ship to your door. Exclusively for Corks and Cowtown listeners, enter offer code COWTOWN at checkout and save 15% off your entire order. Shipping is always free and delivery is guaranteed in 10 business days or less. Go to home.com. That's H U L A L A home.com. Hulala. Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where everything is popping. Grab your drinks. The show is about to begin. Well, howdy, y'all, and welcome back to Corks and Cowtown. I'm joined again with Henry. Um, we did finally get some bubbles, so he said he wanted to clink. Are you ready? I don't know if y'all can hear that or not, but it's here. Wait, put your mic closer. Eat the mic. Paul's very serious about you I just know. eating the I mic. I mean, like, literally, I think this it's is It's a thing probably... that's necessary. Maybe the sixth or so time that I've been on this side of this with Paul. And he tells me that every single time. I mean, but that's why the sound quality is so good. You know what's interesting is like when I sing, I don't have a problem with that because I know that's what singers do when I'm talking. I just move a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I forget there's a mic in front of me. (laughs) But when I'm singing, I'm very aware that there's one in front of me. The struggle is real. Okay, so. Speaking of the struggle. The struggle. (laughs) Yes. So we were talking about like singleness at the holidays and just how dating's hard in general. Mm -hmm. But then also, I think we were kind of going to start transitioning into like single traditions versus traditions with like family, couples, et cetera. Yeah, well, yeah, let's just talk about singleness. Let me get in the driver's seat for yeah, a minute over come here on Corks and Cowtown. Okay? Yes, another black co-host for Robin. Okay, <laughs> just for the day. Okay? One that won't... Let me stop. See, because y'all don't edit. I'm not going to get myself in trouble. <laughs> I've had two sips of champagne. I'm already acting out of pocket. <laughs> hey, I was like, I'm not going to stop you, so... Girl, I don't need to be blocked again. <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what I, if I still am or not, so it's whatever. <laughs> But, but yeah, um, yeah. So singleness, obviously, um, I really do think when the first of all, Paul says in the Bible that the gift of singleness. I'm like, where can I return this? Where's the gift receipt? <laughs> like, I don't want it. Like, yeah. some people are fine with being single. They're wired for it, and I think that's great. And I'm just not one of those people. With every fiber, I'm in. A, I've been in a very long season where I'm single, and that might be a lifelong Same. thing based on certain factors, but I am so wired for like, we're all wired for relationships. Correct. Like relational, we're relational beings. So we are wired to be with other people, not necessarily in a romantic relationship, but we're wired for community and relationships. And a form of that is being in a romantic companionship or committed relationship with one partner. Um, or more, I don't know how you float, but, um, there i feel so wired against being single like my brain i just feel like oh there should be somebody else next to me or this or that and then we head into so you feel you feel the same way so i feel the same way i think i'm very just torn at this point though Mm -hmm. because i'm like i want somebody Mm -hmm. i don't need once again i said this i'm like i want somebody i don't need somebody but then whenever i try and start dating again Mm -hmm. and stuff happens i'm like all right, it's not bad to be single. Yeah. And I go right back to it and I kind of like retreat. Yeah. Because I'm like, why would I subject myself to all this negativity and like 
potential wasting of my time again whenever I could just be happy and kind of do my own thing. But I still like, I crave like that type of interaction and like being with someone because Mm -hmm. I do is like, I have a lot of love to give Mm -hmm. and I want to give it to someone besides Mm -hmm. just like my friends. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's why also my friends so often are just like, Oh my gosh, you always do like the most. And I'm like, well, cause I have all this that I want to give. I just need someone that's actually going to appreciate it Mm -hmm. versus like use it against me. Yeah. So it's hard because it's just like a balance, I feel like. But I'm yep. the, yeah, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, for sure. Back to what you said real quick. Yeah. You'd rather be single than deal with the bullshit out here. Yeah. So completely get that. Understand that on the same page. Got it. Um, Good but yeah. <laughs> It's so funny now how many times I say that phrase without even like realizing it. <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder if I said it the same amount before the podcast. I think uh, it's, it's, so a, it's a common term that people I love use. It. Yeah. Um, but what have you found challenging in the holidays? Like just with singleness in general. So yeah, let's start there. What are some of the challenges singleness present? Um, I mean, I think it's more of just like couple, like I want to go to a pumpkin patch. Yeah. Like I want to go do those things. And then my friends will be like, oh yeah, we should all go. Yeah. Well then I see pictures and they've all gone, but it's all couples. Uh And I'm like, oh well, like I could have taken y'all's picture at least, <laughs> <laughs> like you know. And so it's just like little things like that. Yeah. And like I don't ever think it's like intentional, yeah. But it is. Is like I feel like you just become forgotten. Yeah. You know what? A friend of mine, uh, he's actually a brilliant pastor too, but he is a single guy, um, single and celibate, and he uh, he's committed to that as a vocation. And he wrote a book, um, oh, called Washed and Waiting. Girl, oh my goodness, moved me to tears. But he spoke about it a lot of times when people see single people they think oh we're missing sex we missed that or whatever all that we, mm-hmm. but all that is great for sure whatever but it's he said we miss what's called he calls it the everyday touches of life someone to pick you up from the airport someone yeah. who knows what your coffee order is someone who knows what side of the bed you sleep on someone who when they see a cute picture they're like oh robin would like this yes. those little everyday moments it's not the big things yeah big things matter for sure but life is not made up of big grand moments it's made up of just a million yes. little things that like absolutely i'm agree. gonna yeah it's like oh you thought of me because you saw that sunflower keychain and you yes. know that i'd like that and because like, i think about those things with people I all the time like, whether even it's, my friends i do yeah, yeah even like friends i'm like oh my gosh this outfit would look so cute on you if i'm like online shopping i'll send my friend a link to it or if i like ever travel like i typically like don't get friends gifts at the holidays anymore Mm -hmm. but if i'm just out and i see something that reminds me of someone yeah i get it for them because i'm like oh my gosh this reminds me of you or like i got this postcard i want to send to you girl my backpacks have been traveling all year full of postcards that i've written to people i'm there and i haven't sent out so i'm gonna send them out (laughs) at christmas so they'll get a postcard for me from somewhere throughout the year at christmas yeah. But, but I mean, what do you think? Like, what is it that you, what's something you miss about being like in a relationship? Um, I, girl, I mean, it's because I miss really practical things, which for sure, romance is great. For sure. For sure. Um, compa- I miss companionship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's practical. I miss everyday touches of life. Sometimes, like, when I get home, I'm just like, do you know how helpful it would be if there was somebody else that, like, is doing these dishes while I'm folding the yeah. laundry or like, or someone to go walk this dog so I can like sit down. But it's like, mm-hmm. and granted, like, what was me? Like, blah, blah, blah. These are first world problems for sure yeah. that we're talking about right here. But it's like, uh, it would be really nice if like, I didn't have to walk into this house yeah. and not be alone. Like if there's someone yeah. in there, like besides my dog. Yeah. But well, there's um, literally days now where like, 
I'm not huge on like physical like touch. Yeah. But every now and then if I've had like a rough day, I'm like, gosh, I would like a hug. Yeah. And see, then I'm and like, that, where the fuck would I yeah. find one? Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I'm big on physical. <laughs> I'm like, shit. I That's was like, a really good point you just brought up because I'm big on physical touch. It's quality time and physical touch should probably be tied for my love languages. But um, there's times like, and I have friends who like single and they're, they're not as like social as you and I are. So they don't see a lot of yeah. people. They don't interact with a lot of people. And then one of my friends told me one time that he went a month without being touched by a single person. Like, imagine what that does to somebody. Like, a I mean, mu- yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, without even, like, I yeah. just reached over and patted <laughs> her arm. So. Well, because that's the thing is I was trying to think about, like, when I was, like, traveling and did my yeah. road trip and how, like, I was alone, mm-hmm. except I had Cammy. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I guess... I think every now and then, like, I'd shake a hand. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, that's but, not, yeah, like, I was like, But, yeah, so it was yeah. just, like, you're right. It's, like, it was one of those things that I think it challenged me mm-hmm. in, like, a good way. But at the same time, like, it was one of those things. That's why I broke it up into four parts. I was, like, I need to go back and be around people yeah. I, like, am comfortable with. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, especially because we both live alone. So, like, it can be sometimes, like, especially on weekends. I noticed this after John moved out and years ago. And... I like would get home from work mm-hmm. and this was like when I still worked in corporate America. I worked right down the road. So I'd get home. So it's not like I had Biosanga weekend events. I mean, I did, but like or drop yeah. offs or whatever. And if I like stayed in Friday, stayed in Saturday or did whatever, went to church Sunday and came back, didn't talk to anybody. It would be Monday morning before I used my voice. Yeah. Like to literally communicate with somebody. Okay. I literally just had this conversation with like Jordan and Kate. Yeah. And I was like dying laughing because I was like, especially now since Cammy's passed and yeah. I'm like truly at home alone oh, oh, yeah. for the first time in like 16 years. Yeah. I talk to myself all the time. Oh, yeah. And then I like go through periods where I'm like talking to myself like I'm on like a game show or something or like I'm <laughs> pretending like it's my own reality show and I'm like, oh, this is what I would do. And then I like have to sit there with myself and I'm like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you need to just call someone or like you need to go go walk around target like go do something like Mm -hmm. you're starting to be crazy go to trader joe's yeah Yeah. and i'm just like am i okay but then at the same time because like also i used to always i took cammy outside you know multiple times every day so then i was talking to my friend this morning and i was like there's days now where i don't go outside for like three days Mm -hmm. and then i'm like oh Oh, shit i'm like oh shit i don't even know what the weather's truly like yeah Exactly. It's like, and I'm like, because I just work from home too. So then I'm like, and people are like, well, why are you single? Why aren't you dating? And I was like, because I have no reason to leave. Girl, that, do you know? My, oh my like, God, there's you no have reason to meet for me to my leave. My friend Cynthia in Houston. Her and I will talk, but we'll be on the phone Friday night. She'll be like, why am I even getting dressed for? She's yeah, like, exactly. where am I going? To go sit around and look at couples? Yeah. Like, to go to the bar with my couple? Oh, like, she's like, why am I? That's go-? the thing is like, I'll go out with like couple friends or whatever. And then like, they start talking and then I'm like, and they'll start talking about like, oh, well, we should go do this. And it's like a couple activities. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. Let me just go fuck myself real fast. <laughs> like, I'll be in the corner crying. I'm going to go take shots at the bar. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Wh- like, why? And so, you know, I think that difficulty is too is what we're, uh, what Robin and I are getting at here. Um, it's obviously, I'm very religious. I'm a Christian. Uh, so if I keep referencing God Same. and the Bible a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, for those of y'all who don't know me. But, um, like we, like I said earlier, we were made to be relational beings. I mm-hmm. mean, in Genesis, God saw that it was not good for man to be alone, created woman. So you can substitute the word companion in that if you want. Uh, and so if like God even knew that we were not good to be alone. And then our culture, what our culture has done 
it's elevated marriage as the highest form of relationship you can achieve. That is cheap in friendships to alluding in the other episode mm-hmm. we were just talking about, about where now we feel like it's inconvenient. And I was like literally telling Tanner this earlier. And I was like, I was reading from John. It's like, this is how we know what love is, that one would lay down his life for his friends. Yeah. You are someone who is very, very sacrificial for your friends. You would do anything for your friends. Absolutely. I'm the same way. And, but whenever our counterparts get married, they're like, okay, this is our ultimate person now. We're not going to do anything for these people. Or like, we're going to forget they exist. And so it creates like this class of like, singles are less than. Yes. And then now yes. we're more inconvenient like to other people. It's like a stigma to yeah. be single. Yes. Then your 30s and single? Yeah. Girl. Oh my goodness. It's Don't like, be a Christian and be no, 30s and single. No, it's literally like you're basically a leper. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you can't have them over here. Okay. You might catch it. Like, oh God. But like, that's the thing is like, guess what though? Is like, I do feel like our roles are very important. So like, obviously I talk a lot about like being an aunt. Mm-hmm. Well, so like whenever I first became an aunt, my first like actual blood niece, we're only eight years apart. Yeah. I was young. I didn't get to truly be an aunt to her. And yeah. that kills me. Yeah. Cause like she has done nothing but thrive. And I like love seeing everything about her. But I was like, well, she I was just so young. The other day in that video. Yeah, she was with on Kelly Kelly Ripa. Yes, yeah, I, I was love like, she's that. amazing. She's literally <laughs> just thriving, living her best life. And so, but is she it's, still in New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. Girl, I should have seen her. Why did well, she? Well, no, tell- she's not in Manhattan. She's in Shelter Island. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, I was like, she like has just been thriving. But I was like, it's always made me feel bad because I was like, I didn't get to be there for her because yeah. I was so young. Like you didn't get to pick her up. Yeah, from I was like, I didn't get to do like play dates. Yeah, and so like whenever I got older, obviously, and she was like traveling after she graduated, like I would go meet her in L.A. I went and met her in like New York, and like I would take her to like go do stuff. But we still never got to have that relationship. And so that's why now I tell all my friends, I'm like, no, I was like, I'm going to be the best aunt to your kids. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to do all this stuff. And I was like, here's the thing is whenever any of them need something, who do they call? Auntie Robin. The single one. Mm-hmm. Like half the time your family is busy because they have their own family doing mm-hmm. stuff. And then you're not calling your other friends with kids that are married because they've got their own stuff. So who is it that you're relying on mm-hmm. in situations of need? Because, you know, Robin, this, you don't have a life and you're just sitting there with nothing no, to do. And, but I don't think it's that. <laughs> no. But like it's, I mean, maybe sometimes. <laughs> but like it's one of those things that's just like, well, you don't have kids. You're just working yeah. from home, like whatever. But and so, but guess what? Do I always say yes? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is a way that we can use singleness as a gift and serve our Absolutely. married friends well. So, yeah, I agree with that. But it is one of those things that it's just like. I don't think it's seen as that as often or like, I think that once you're kind of in a relationship mm-hmm. or a marriage, then you look at your friends a different way and you might not see it as like, you're just like, oh, well, I just need help. And I know you help me. Mm-hmm. It's not like, well, why are you reaching out to me and not, yeah, it's not someone like, else? Hey, Robin, like, can I buy your house? Can I drop off a cup of coffee for you? Yeah. You don't get those texts. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Good. Do you know that? Well, that's getting back into the whole dating thing again, yeah. but like. Literally, that's what I've started doing is like anytime a guy's like, oh, well, let me take you out. Oh, yeah, you like, me that given all, like just talking you up, being like, I'm Girl, ready to spoil you. And I was just like, OK, I was like, I was like, I'd really love a coffee in the morning. <laughs> you and then me up with here's that the thing, girl. ladies, especially like this is the thing that I've learned. If you want a guy who is just if you want to find out if he's all talk or not, ask him for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Because then he'll be like, all you do is use me and ask me for things. It's five dollars. And I'm like, it's five dollars. Yeah, I was like, I if here's the thing. Why would I be in a relationship if I can provide myself all the things you're saying you could like make that make sense? Like I can provide for myself. If you can't help, then why? (laughs) That part. Yeah. (laughs) 
was like, make it make sense. Like Rainey says, um, you should be a helpmate, not a hindrance. Yes. So if you're going to be a helpmate, why am I going to be with you? Well, it also says like weak men make masculine, independent, strong women. Say that so, again, girl. Yeah. Say that again. And then literally like strong, masculine men make feminine, like easy to provide for women. That part. Because it it's hard? just like if you like it. Here's the thing. You and I have gone out to lunch mm-hmm. multiple times. And I will say this loud and proud. If you want to know who's going to treat you the best at all times, anytime, it's the gays. <laughs> it is the gays. You cannot change my mind. I have never opened a door. My lunch is always paid for. I'm complimented on my looks. Yes. Like we have great conversation. Yes. And it just pisses me off because then you go on a date and it's like, do you want to split the bill? I'm like, get fucked. Girl, a man has literally actually split the bill before. No, not me personally, uh, was, but other friends have. <laughs> no, honestly, go, honestly, God bless because I would probably, I would, here's, and I've said it before, I was like, I would just take the bill and be like, if you can't take care of it i will that, like that's what i tell people guess what I'll my friends and i you real quick here's the thing you and i go out all the time and like the other because i hadn't gone to see you for your birthday or whatever and yeah. i was like no i'm paying yeah but you always are like no i'm paying of and course. i was like i'm like no henry like we're friends like we can trade yes for sure but, but it's you like, like it's I mean, always different it's the instinct in me that's like and it's how i don't how i raise and like and, and i like Sometimes people don't like it when I do that because, like, are you being misogynistic? I'm just like, no, no. It's like I would. This is just how I would treat women. Doesn't but it's matter. also just like being a good friend. Yes, it's like oh, I'll pick up the tab because eventually, it's not, either you're not keeping up score or it'll come back around anyway. Exactly. So, That's how good friendships I feel are. Yeah. Like here's the thing: me and my girlfriends will go out like randomly, like once a month, and be like, "Hey, let's go to Eddie V's, get a bottle God, of I wine." I was just about to ask you if you could steak. watch Bishop. Oh this yeah, week, absolutely. But then I was like, you'd probably let on your furniture. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I uh, literally just had that thought. I was like, ooh, I need to ask a friend I already, I already told you that. I was like, I already said she's going to be on the couch and in the bed. So, <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's one of those Anyways, things yeah, I'm like. You and your girls will yeah, go out. I was like, we'll go out. And, like, our tab is, like, and this isn't, like, flaunting or anything. But it's, like, we'll go treat ourselves to, like, a nice dinner and a bottle of wine. And just no have a good it. time. Because, yeah, we're single and we don't have mm-hmm. kids and we can do that. And you can afford it. And we can afford it. And then a guy's just, like oh, you just need constant communication and you just want to be spoiled. I was like, bitch, I spoil myself. I spoil yeah. Myself. Like, what are, what would you be doing for me? Like, you're mad because I wanted like you to text me maybe once a day, not once every 17 days. How you listen to that? There's a song. It reminds me of all these guys in your DMs. I swear oh we're going to go God. back to singleness, but yeah. like, why you bother me when you know you don't want me? It's like, oh, yes, like, like literally, why are you, you here? Why are you here? Why? <laughs> it's so wild. Why you bother see, me here's the thing when is, you know you got a woman? Like, but that's why? literally part of being single is it's just like, you want to know why so many people are single? It's shit like that. Yeah. Like, why would I choose to have you stress me out all the time when we've Stressed. I've never even been on a date with you. Stressed. That part. I've never met you in person. And you're yeah, sitting you here just like, out my hair. yeah. And I was like, and you're just sitting here just like berating me over dumb stuff. Ooh. Like get out. Like there's a reason we choose to be single. And then it's like, and you know, I said this in that other podcast that I was talking about, um, about whenever people get married, they like forget about their single friends in terms of like, they forget how bad dating was. Like, it's like, they, it's like yes. PTSD. They block it out of their minds. So it's almost like, well, Whew, thank God we're out of that season. Yeah, like, no, that's literally it. Because here's the thing is then my friends are just like, I don't know how you do it. And I was yeah. like, I don't either. Yeah. I was like, and then that's why I just don't do it. Because mm-hmm. then they're like, 
if anything ever happened to my spouse, I think I'd just stay single. And I was yep. like, welcome to my world. Yes. <laughs> like literally what I'm experiencing I right now. Say that lately. It's like, yeah. I'll just stay single. Yeah. Because here, especially for like women, I hate to say it, but like yeah. we can still have kids if we wanted. Yep. Like I could adopt a kid. I could get a surrogate if yeah. I'm not birthing one. Yeah. So, but like women do have that option now. Mm-hmm. Like there's really not a specific like need for a man. For a man. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, once again, I'm not saying I would love to have a man in my life, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to ever just make a place to have yeah. one. Yeah. Just to say I have one. Girl, one of my friends, she's been so fed up with dating. And then it finally happened for her. So this is like recent, recent. She's been so fed up that like two months ago, her and I were talking, maybe three. And she was like, Henry, what do you think about in the next year or two? Like, why don't we just have a kid together? And she was like, we're both. And I was like, we're at the point where like, we were like, okay, let's start having that conversation. Okay, honestly. but have you, did you not do that? Like when you were younger is like, I oh, yeah, had that conversation. I 30, like, I'm going to have, yes. yeah. It's like, if by 30, we're both still single, let's just get yes. married. Mm-hmm. And that time is past now. And but then I'm just like, married. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, well, I guess it's whatever, but I don't know. It's just the strangest thing to me is like, honestly, at this point, it to me, if I was going to be in a relationship, it wouldn't really be that bad of a thing to me to date like an older guy. And it'd be more of like an arrangement because at least I know what Do I'm you know getting what out I of it. I keep saying at this point in time, if I were to be dating, obviously speaking hypotheticals here, but I'm for arranged marriages at this point. In time. <laughs> like, girl. Okay. If- but would you be for arranged marriages, like seeing the person before or like love is blind where you literally don't know till you get to the uh, altar? If you like, Hey, like, Robin's my, my good friends, y'all. So it's like, hey, Henry, I know you. I know what you like. I know this guy I really trust. I think he's giving a shot. Since you said you know what I like, I'd be like, okay. I really would just blind. I'd be like, meet me at the altar. <laughs> I would. I'd just be like, okay, I don't even have the time. I'm like, great. Why not? So, I mean, honestly, that, that how sad is that, though? But I mean, I guess it's not sad in a sense. Because if like, it really was your friend, like, having your best interest. But the whole thing is, like, I think the holidays just in general highlights a lot of things where you feel like you don't have something. Yeah. Whether that be the loss of a parent, being single, Mm -hmm. like not having family, maybe not having like traditions, et cetera. But that's something that you brought up that I liked was like starting your own traditions. Yeah. I went to, because like, so my family of origin, um, we're, I love that term. Someone gave it to me years ago and I love that term Uh, because you can create your own family. So family of origin Mm -hmm. is family you were born into. Um, so my family of origin, obviously it's another episode for another day, but, um, things were not always the best there. And then, so growing up, I was just like, man, I can't wait to get older so I can do my mm-hmm. own things and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And now, which is what it, we like really kind yes. of bonded over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got that lunch. We had at Rogers that we like, three it was like hours, three hours. So. Yeah. <laughs> we were just like, you have family trauma too. It's like, let's go another round. Okay. <laughs> but, um, I was like, when I, left the house and went to college and stuff like that, I was like, instead of waiting for other people to add me into their lives, like, which obviously we want to be added in other mm-hmm. people's lives. So sometimes I do feel this thing of like, man, I'm doing a lot more than other people are for me mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, or a lot more inclusion. But um, I was like, I'm just going to start my own traditions. And so yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to host my own Thanksgivings. And so, for example, me and my gays, uh, we host Thanksgiving, the Sunday after Thanksgiving Oh, I love year. it. Yes, yeah, so I sent you the invite. Okay. So it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. I opened up my house to anybody who wants to show up. Um, usually, sometimes, like, one year, the most has been, like, 200 people. And See, that's just, amazing, like, yeah. though. 
And then Easter is my favorite holiday. And so like everybody spends Easter with their families of origin or their kids or church after that. And then so I go to church and I come back and I'm like, unless someone invited me to their house, which people do sometimes, but whatever. I was like, I'm either going to sit here and wait for an invitation and feel sad or Easter is my favorite holiday. Mm -hmm. Why am I going to be sad in my favorite holiday? Yeah. And so I do a good Friday fish fry every year. It's been like 250 people for in attendance. And then Easter day, I'll just open up my house in the afternoon and have people come by. And I posted on Instagram yeah. this year because I didn't do something formal. And the amount of people that showed up, like Mitch with Visions by Mitch, yeah. like it was so sweet. Like I mean, his girlfriend was the first people there. And I was like, ah. And I was just like, I but love that's that the people thing showed is, up. Like, people just show up because so many people are we, actually alone and yes. want companionship as well, too. Because then a lot of people just aren't vocal about it. Yes. And that can be either like, it doesn't matter. Even so, like you said, he brought his girlfriend. Yes. Like, I said, bring whoever. Yeah, I was like, and that's how I always am. Yeah. I'm like, literally, I don't want people to ever feel left out because mm -hmm. I know what that's felt like yes. for so long in Which life. Which is why you and I overextend ourselves yes. to oh, everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But at the same time, I don't think I'd have it another way. Like same. every now and then I'm just like, man, I need to stop like going out of my way for people. But then I'm like, no, but like, I don't want to be known. Yeah, it's like really who you, it's yeah, who it's you like, are. Yeah, I'm like, I just would never want someone else to feel like that. Yeah, it's who you are. Yeah. So it's like such a fine line, but at the same time, I'm like, maybe I'll like bitch and complain a little bit about it, oh, but like, sure. I'm not going to change you're human. it. Yeah. It's like, like, I'm still going to do it. Because like, I love, like, let's say I have a dinner party or like Easter or something, and then people leave, and then it's like, man, the people who walked through the store today experience fellowship, companionship, love. I don't care what mm -hmm. box of life they're from. Because when, when you include people in your life, it's like you learn that you have more in common than differences. Yeah. And it's like even when like my married friends and I interact, it's like, bitch, like we all go through the same things. Granted, yeah. marriage comes with its own sets of struggles. Same with singleness. Absolutely. And then being a parent comes with its own set of struggles. Mm -hmm. But also not being a parent comes with its own sense of, especially if you want to be one, yes. comes with its own sense of loss and whatnot. And I think what's a lot, I read something the other day about singleness. It's like, it's okay to grieve even though, like, you're okay, it's okay to grieve the fact that what you want hasn't happened yet. No, absolutely. And, um, I think a lot of singles feel, like, shame for, like, complaining about their singles. Like, my, my, my married friends, like, those days when, like, I'm not going to lie, I do get home. And I'm like, oh, thank God nobody's in here because I could oh, handle if another person was in here. Like, I've had it up to here kind of day. Yes. But then some of my friends would be like, oh, you don't, you don't know what I'd wish to have somebody to just got come home and be alone, play video games, bro. And just like be there myself, eat whatever I want, watch as many movies as I want. I was like, so it's kind of the grass is always greener it kind is. of situation. That's the thing, though, is like, it's a constant, like you're going to have struggles regardless mm -hmm. of what season of life you're yeah. in. And it's just figuring out like how to handle and kind of navigate each one. Yeah. But I think especially because we've all been through the majority of the scenarios at this mm -hmm. point in life, we just need to remember when, say, someone else is maybe struggling a yeah. little to, like, maybe be like, hey, I remember what that was like. Maybe yes. I should, like, reach out. Yes. Yes. Like, that's exactly. the thing is, like, hey, I remember when I was single and, like, alone and, like, the holidays fucking suck. Yes. Oh, my God. And, like, you know. I mean, today's November 2nd, so we're approaching the corner. Yeah, I was like, they're, they're coming. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that's why I was, like, starting to get my invites out. I was like, and part of that is I do. It's like, it really is, like, as a way to protect my emotions and the buffer because I'm just like... I want to make sure, like, I do everything I can to, well, this is a control thing, but to mitigate these emotions or the chances of this happening. Mm -hmm. I was like, I do not want to be sad Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, like, I no, don't. I get like, it. I don't want to be sad Christmas Eve. I don't want to be sad Christmas Day. I don't want to be sad New Year's. And then there was one year to where, like, girl, what year? It was just like, I could not be bothered. I was just like, I, don't, I, was, I was just in peak depression. 
And I just felt like nobody loved me or cared about me because I was like single. And like mm-hmm. all my friends were like was the first year of marriages. So nobody was even thinking about me or whatever. And then so I was like, I'm just shutting the world up. So I think I literally, it had to have been at Thanksgiving where I was like, I'm not going anywhere. And I just sat yeah. at home. I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I've had years like that where yeah. I literally like, especially whenever I had Cammy, is like, I would literally go get like a small turkey. Yeah. Or like Aww. just like, just a small like turkey breast. Uh-huh. And I would like cut it and I'd get like boxed like, mac and cheese Aww. and some green beans yeah. and I would make us a mini little Thanksgiving dinner Aww, and I'd make her a plate that's so sweet. and I was just like it's just me and Cammie Aww. but like same thing is like I remember when my grandma had her stroke and she was in the hospital is like I was once again like out of the family everyone was either out of town has family in town you know like is married like whatever mm-hmm. I was the only single one and mm-hmm. it was right before Christmas and I was like I'll be there for Christmas so I spent Christmas in the hospital alone with my grandma. And I remember I went to Chili's and picked up to go. But like, that's literally, but once again, it was like, I was kind of looked at as, you know, the person that's most available. Yeah. Like you're the most available. And I would have done anything for, especially my grandma and grandpa because they were my life. So like, to me, it was like, it's not even a question, but But at the same time, it was just like, it was like, it's you. And I was like, I was like, absolutely. I was like, I'll be there in a heartbeat. But with that default thing, I've had to clock a couple years ago. I clocked my siblings. I was like, why do y'all assume I'm the one that just wants to drive to Abilene and wants to drive to Austin yeah. or wherever? I was like, or wants to drive to your house or like with the most free time. And I was like, nope. So one year I was just like, I have things like my sister's been really, really good about just like accepting my fam- like my friends as my chosen family, yeah. integrating herself into that. <clears throat> so where it just now feels like my sister and my fa- like my friends like. Like, I'd call you my sister. Like, yeah, that. it's like, it's all the same to her at this point in time. And my brothers, like, we're having a hard time with that. One of them did. And then when I. Like, just I, the title? Like, yeah. Okay. Like, just like this. And it's like, oh, that's your brother. This is your family. And then he, when I got out of the hospital last year, and he saw what all y'all in the community did. He was like, he literally sent me a text a couple days after I got out of the hospital, which I got home from the hospital a year ago today. I know. That's but, wild. Yeah. And he sent me a text. He's like, your friends are your family. I just saw for yeah. the past week and a half what community you've created and cultivated here he's like i get it this is your family and he's like and he was like it made him feel bad that he's like wants the title of being my brother which he is my biological one but he's like i have not acted like your brother in a long time the way these other people do i was like damn straight because a couple years before that i was just like uh i have things to do on christmas eve and christmas day so if we're celebrating christmas as a family of origin this year guess what the only day i have available is december 19th and so we did it week before and yeah. then so, like, they drove to my house. I hosted. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. I was just like, and now, literally, I'm the one now that gets to, like, it's almost, like, reverted back to, like, hey, let's make sure Henry feels loved. So I'm the one they ask, Good. what are we doing for Christmas? What day are we celebrating? What are we doing Thanksgiving? And then, so, obviously, last year after the hospital was all about me. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> and then, so this year, I was like, my brother in Austin asked. He has a new baby. I was like, we can go to you. But I was yeah. like, I'm probably going to leave after a couple hours because I'm going to go see my friends. And they're yeah. like, okay. So. But that's the thing is so nice about it is like, especially Texas is so large. So yes. it's like, if you want to go visit family, whatever, it has to be like almost a full day. Oh, yeah. And so it's just like, there's no like. Oh, can I tell you? Sorry, <sighs> no, my, go for it. My craziness about Texas being so large. There was one Christmas. So I started Christmas Eve in what do I, Christmas Eve in Fort Worth, Christmas morning. In Abilene, so Fort Worth Christmas Eve, I always do with my oh, best friend Marcos from his family, mm-hmm. from college, his family. Um, his Microsoft, my best friend Marcos from high school. Yes, Christmas Eve with this big Mexican family. 
Abilene at my brother's house Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Polano at my college friend's house uh, for lunch Christmas afternoon. Oh my God. And Stephenville for dinner and they stay the night in Steamville. So I did four That's Christmases. exhausting. Oh, in 24 hours. Exhausting. Because Texas is so big. I spent more time on the road than I yeah. did anywhere else. But like, that was a day I learned to perfect a .08 BAC. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to drink enough to where I could just be at the legal limit at each and every place I go. But Henry. yeah, I mean, I was so tired, but because like I have so many different like chosen families in yeah. different areas. I'm like, they all mean something to me. But that see, that like, also I think says a lot because you're making sure that they know. Yeah. Like they're what, important. That they're important. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that's like so hard to kind of do sometimes is like whenever you do have like a large friend group or anything else, yeah. you're just like, how do I make sure that everyone feels loved and included yes. and everything else? Yeah. Even though it's like, I'm the single one. Yeah. Like I'm out here like solo dolo, uh-huh. like, you know, just uh, trying to live life. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you still want to make sure that people in your life know that they're loved yes. and you do anything for them. Yes, exactly. And I felt so loved by a text. My friend in college called my husband because him and I tie, <laughs> him and I were attached at the hip in college. So everybody just started calling us husbands and it stuck. His parents called me their son-in-law uh-huh. and then their friends were like, but y'all don't have a daughter. And then like, they never <laughs> explain it. It's so funny. They're just like, don't worry about it. Yes. But so he got engaged to a woman recently and I haven't seen Will since last Christmas a year. He lives on the East Coast. And so he sent me a text the other day. He's like, are you going to be home for Christmas? Because I want to make sure you meet Layla. And I was like, and he met his parents' house as my yeah. home. And I was like, that's so sweet. Aww. I was like, yeah. I was like, yes, I will be. So, oh, I love but that. But yeah, it's so sweet. Yeah. But like, those are things I feel like single people, we have to be more intentional. And sometimes it doesn't feel good. It's like, oh, great. I'm the one that always has to go out of my yeah. way. To make sure I'm included. If I didn't, nobody would think of me or ask me. So whenever he did text, it felt really nice. I was yeah. Like, okay. and, but that's the thing is like, I feel like it's a lot of like, we have to self-reflect also. And mm-hmm. like, it's hard sometimes whenever you're kind of in a different place and you're like, you want to have a pity party for yourself. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, it's like, okay, like this is also on me. Yeah. Because so many of us are choosing to be single now. Yes. But also I don't blame anyone because I, mean, I it's, it's wild out here. Like a friend of mine went to her wedding two years ago. Girl, she met her husband getting ice cream at Trader Joe's just in the line. It was like a movie. They were reaching. I was like, where have you? Lord, I see what you've done for others. Literally. <laughs> I want the same. Literally. I have. Trader oh, Joe's, girl. Yeah, no, here's yeah, the thing, though. dressed and go to Trader Joe's, honey. I know. I was like, I'm going to start wearing a, like, a gown out and okay. just like do some weird shit. But no, it's funny because I've had a lot of my friends recently tell me, and I feel like you might be the same way, is like you love to travel and kind of like explore and Obviously, you're kind of always on the go. And a lot of my friends have straight up told me, they're like, I don't think your husband is in DFW. They're like, I think you're going to be somewhere and you are going to meet someone. Girl, and I'm like, but did damn. Did you see like, statistically on my poll, 1% met their spouse traveling. So, girl, as much as you and I travel, those odds are not in our favor. <laughs> I mean, maybe I need to do one, too, and be like, all right, you y'all, should. let's see. We like, should. let's, what's I going on? you have a really diverse group of followers. I you do, should. yeah. Oh, you should do that. Okay. I would love I was to like, compare notes. Yeah, I was like, I would really like to know, just because it is so different. And I was like, I could totally see that, because yeah. also, I feel like we're both very social. But not in Texas, and, I agree. Mm-mm. And, like, 
anytime I go somewhere, like yeah. if I go out to eat by myself, yeah. I talk to someone. If I'm you getting an somebody. oil change, yeah. I'm talking to someone. Okay. It's typically an old man girl, or I'm, like an old lady, yes. and they're like showing me pictures of like their cat or like their yeah. grandkids or telling me a girl, sob story. you go story. somewhere at the beach, yeah. you have four new followers. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, but that's the way I am is I'm just like, I just want to meet people because once again, I've said it a thousand times, is like, you never know someone's story. You never know how you're going to connect with someone. You never know who you're going to yeah, meet. Yeah, and you too. never know who you're going to meet. Like, that's thing. how I've met so many business connections as yes. well. Yes. And I'm like, people, if y'all can just get over your fear of like, what if they don't like me? And I'm and, an introvert. Yeah. So, like, I get the fear of like, and see, that's the thing is like, anxiety. for me, it's, I've always kind of just been like, it's whatever. Like, yeah. if someone doesn't like me, then that's fine. Like, yeah. move on to the next. But it's so hard for me to like explain that to other people. And obviously I'm not a psychologist or a yeah. therapist or anything else because for the longest time, I didn't really think anxiety was real. Mm-hmm. But then I found out that I'm like, I have like high functioning anxiety. Yeah. Same. And so I was like, oh. Do you ever have days where it's crippling? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like I finally had to, well, after the hospital and stuff like that, I finally had to get medicated for this. I was fighting. I was yeah. like, I'm high functioning, but I'm like, no, I have fucking anxiety. Bad. Yeah. And so it's manageable most days, but there's days where it's like crippling. Well, no. And that's what like Jordan and I just talked about on one of the last episodes is like, you know, I got on an antidepressant, which Dang. I'm trying to be like honest about and yeah. tell people because. What are you on? Um, Prozac. Okay. So. Oh, what's the brand name, generic name for that? A you... fluoxetine or Okay. Something? So I'm on the one that starts with the B. So they had me on Prozac. Didn't work well. Uh, yeah. For well, a couple so months, and here's so... the thing about antidepressants. And yeah. this is like going to be a short little other tangent. But yes. like, so whenever. What dosage are you on? I have, I don't remember okay. right now, but like whatever I'm on, like it said, like the side. So it's for like depression, and anxiety, anxiety, Same. OCD, and uh, shit. One more thing. ADHD. I, well, I didn't I say that. See, oh, exactly. okay. Yeah, so I was like, didn't I say that? If she didn't yeah, say I was it. like, didn't I say the that? Symptoms just but yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> But so then, oh, and so then it said. So like a lot of my stuff is like I get overstimulated and everything else. And then I kind of like freak out and whatever else. So then here's the thing. The side effects of it are irritability, mm-hmm. aggression, <laughs> and um, anxiety, mm-hmm. and um, insomnia. like insomnia and not being one, able yeah. to focus. And yeah. I was like, that's everything I'm trying to fix. Yes, I know. Oh, my God. I was like, those are all the things I'm trying to fix. And that's why I feel like I can't really tell if it's actually working or not because mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like, meh. I know. But it's very interesting that you have these things and you're like, okay, I'm trying to fix myself yeah. so I can even be a better friend mm-hmm. in a relationship, you know, person in general, like, et cetera. Yeah. But then it's like, how? Yeah. I'll continue the side note with the med yeah. real quick for a quick sec. So, yeah, I got on... In May, I got on a dosage when they started. For me, I got in low dosage because, like, I've always known I've had mal depression, and then 2018 was bad. But I was like, okay, I'll just work through it, whatever, blah blah blah. And I fully believe in science of medicine, so like, it's not like I was ever against medicine, but I was probably around communities that like maybe looked down upon it in certain ways. Um, I'm not gonna call people out, evangelicals. You know yourself. <laughs> um, but um, and then so they got me on. It was one of the, like, popular ones. Yeah. So maybe Prozac or another one. But, like, it wasn't Prozac because that makes me think of the Fountains of Wayne song. But anyways, <laughs> um, but I, uh, that I, so I accidentally started taking the full dose instead of, like, you know, you're supposed to ease in mm-hmm. a half a pill, then whatever. Yeah. And that's how I slept three hours and 96 hours. 
And I was like, okay, oh, this that's me- what happened to me at I first. I was like, this med is not. So it had to be the same one. I was okay, like, this yeah. is not for me. Because they're like, here's the thing though, is like, especially I got on it after Cami passed. Because yeah. that's kind of what like really just like yeah, sent triggered, me. Like, yeah, yeah, triggered things. And like, I'd known I like needed to do something mm-hmm. and obvious therapy is expensive. And so I was yeah. just like, well, I was like, I can at least Ooh, try this. I love therapy. I mean, I would like to, but yeah. it's just like financially right now, mm-hmm. it's not a thing. Yep. And so I like literally was just not getting out of bed. Yeah. And I always had heard people say that. And I was like, no, that's not a real thing. Like, you just have to tell yourself, get out of bed. No. And then I straight up had my mornings where I was like, you have to move. Yeah. And I just like physically was like, no. Yeah. It was like that's my body was babe. like, absolutely mm-hmm. not. And it was like the strangest thing to me because I was like, I've always like thought, thought the exact opposite. Yeah. Like thought it was like people kind strong of over exaggerate. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, because I've always considered myself very strong. strong. Mm-hmm. Especially and, when like, you grow up the way you and I did, you have oh, to be a strong yes. person. Yeah. You have time to sit there and process yeah, your depression. You have no, yeah, it's just what? like you have to move on what to the next. What do you mean to depress? Bitch, go on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. And so it literally like, I will say the only thing I've noticed is it makes getting out of bed in the morning a little easier. Mm-hmm. But it's still like, there's mornings where like, I'll like sit up. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you just have to swing your legs over. Yeah. I've noticed mine, it helped with, my anxiety was always at a hum. Um, like, so you hear the hum in our ears right now? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mine was way louder than that. Yeah. Like, and me, it would be like stressful, crazy. And I even, know, so I noticed it in one where like, Monday is usually low days for me because I think after working through the weekend. Oh, yeah. My job and everything that emotionally I'm spent, been interacting with people. Then some Mondays are typically low days for me. And then Mondays, are, that's why I even made Mondays my day off. So I don't have to oh, interact yeah. with people. And so I was like, okay, let me take a moment to help that way. But so when I got my second med, um, oh, your hand's shaking. Go off for like, it. <laughs> when I was I trying got, to help. When I got my second, so they got me on a d- different one. Uh, maybe it's Lexapro. Maybe that's what I'm on now. Okay. And so it's a ma- mild anti-anxiety, antidepressant. So it's 10 milligrams. And. I've noticed that one of my friends was like, hey, when I got on antidepressants, like he said, I just stopped crying. It was surprised him a couple years ago. Oh, and no, he was that... like, I want to cry, but I can't. And then so I was so worried about that because I'm a crier. But oh, I still cry all I, the time. Here's the thing so, is like, I'll still cry. But yeah. like it, I at least quit crying daily. Yeah. Like it just the tiniest thought. Yeah. Because okay. like, yeah. So yeah. like it'll still happen. But yeah. it's typically like the thing I was talking about is Last week, whenever my friend like sent me something and it yeah, just so kind of triggered, lunch, yeah, last and I was just like, different. oh my gosh, and it just like kind of triggered me. Yeah, whenever before, especially like right after Cami passed, I was just like, I would just wake up and for remember she wasn't there, and I would just yeah. lose it. Mm. And so then I'd be like hyperventilating, and I was like, all right, I'm going back to bed. Yeah, <laughs> and it's I was like, like I'm not this is with this. Yeah, yeah, I was like, this is all I can accomplish yeah. today. But yeah, I've noticed it, and I've noticed it with like. Because obviously with Biwasanga, um, it's a stressful industry and a job that I'm oh, in. Oh, absolutely. But I've noticed that, like, with things that you stress me at work, I'm just like, whatever. It'll, like, obviously it'll get done. But, like, yeah. I'm not, like, stressed before events. And I'm not as ang- not stressed. Well, that's good. I'm not as anxious. So that's the number one way I've known my medications, like, making a difference in me. I am not as anxious about work stuff. And then even when it comes to personal relationships, because I could spend a lot of time in my head thinking about Oh my God, does that person matter to me? Like, I need to do this in order to, like, whatever, blah, blah. Now I'm just like, mm, okay, yeah. like, I'm going to do the best I can and I'm going to leave that there. Yeah. I was six months ago, I couldn't have even done that. So I think it's just wild because, I mean, I still don't know if I'm going to stay on it. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's making that big of a difference mm-hmm. and especially time has passed. So I feel like have that's Have you talked helped. to them about something different? I mean, 
Yeah, but I figured I was going to wait till after the holidays just because, like, I don't want to, like— How long have you been on it? It's—I just started month three, I believe. Okay, so after so, yeah. three months. And then, yeah, so I, and so that's why I was like—I yeah. was like, I could do, like, uh, till December. Girl, I five days. And I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> I, but, like, you know your body. So, honestly, yeah. if you feel like it's not working for you, and that's obviously the number one thing after my health stuff that I know, like, pay it, like if, if your body's telling you it's not working, right? Well, or I you, just, you're unsure I just, it, I'm just, I don't feel like that much different. That different. And there should be a different, there should be a noticeable one. But so I, well, we've got to yes, save okay. this for another okay. time because we're going to go down a whole other <laughs> rabbit, rabbit hole of shit. Yeah. But, but no, I was like, the one other thing I wanted to talk yeah. about um, was just kind of honestly, because you and I both did come from like very kind of like religious upbringings. Mm-hmm. And so I know that's something that a lot of people either have experienced or they've experienced the exact opposite. Yeah. Or they've experienced kind of what, here's the thing. So I feel like for you and me, we both experienced kind of like extreme religion in a sense, but in negative and positive lights. Yes. So I think. But then here's my thing sorry. is that we're still religious. Mm-hmm. I would say is like, I still consider myself a Christian. I still believe in God. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of other people have had similar experiences to what we did Mm -hmm. and gone the exact opposite Mm -hmm. way. And then there's other people who have never experienced like religion at all, just Mm -hmm. because they've heard stories or they've seen like stuff that you do on the news still to this day. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Literally. And here's the thing is like, we can talk about it because I get it. It's like, anytime someone's like, well, no, everyone that like is involved in, you know, like churches and stuff is a hypocrite. And I was like, guess what? I believe you. Uh-huh, I surely You're very do. correct. But here's the thing also. you That's still, once again, not everybody. Yeah. I hate labels in general because like, terms. yeah, because that's how it is, is like whenever it's now coming to like politics, when it comes to race, when it comes to religion, when it comes to anything, like any type of thing, it's like, well, that's all of them. And it's like, no, it's not. Girl, and I'm the, especially someone, so I... I'm still very active in the church, in my church, mm-hmm. in a couple of different ministries. Thank you for asking, by the way. Um, this is a good topic. Um, and, yeah, so I grew up. My dad was a pastor. grew up as a pastor's kid. And uh, my whole faith journey is another episode for another day. But um, I still identify, um, which I, I no longer can use the word to identify myself. But for lack of better terms, evangelical Christianity would be what I would identify with. I'm in terms of even conservative Christianity. I did air quotation marks, but <laughs> I always forget recording that people can't I know, see they me. Can't see us. And so I was like, I don't want context to be lost. I'm like, let me explain that yeah. one. But um, I do not mean conservative politics in no way, shape, form. They've conflated the two. So mm-hmm. my religion, my politics are not the same. But um, I have seen, so I kind of got to observe because one thing that like, because I grew up very, I mean, African and Christian. Very strict. Like, yes. girl, like, we wouldn't read no Harry also, Potter. Then you add, yeah. like, your sexuality yes. to it. and then... And so that's the thing is, like, I feel like you... But you're still very, very involved in, like, church and everything else. And so you found, like, that home that accepts you for who you are. Yeah. And I think it started with, one, really understanding... Oh, this is such a nuanced topic. Okay, so I'm gonna... Um, so I think accept... Yeah, it's like, I'm fully whole and so i think accept doesn't even need to apply that word just because like we're all made in the image of god in my mm-hmm. day we really are scripture tells us that so it's like if i'm i've been i'm at a place that sees my full humanity that's yes. what i do okay i don't like the word accept in terms of like no i was like, like i like this that condition. Yeah. so yeah. yeah it's like they see my full humanity for who i am and i see theirs and then we're able to ask each other hey robin i see your full humanity how can i best help you and your full humanity walk towards god hey henry how can i best help you as robin 
in your full humanity that I see and acknowledge and love walk towards God. And so yeah. that's the place I am in my faith. And um, I have experienced like, because I side-eye Christianity a lot. And oh, because same. we do a lot of side-eyeable things. And so whenever yes. I criticize Christians, a lot of people like get mad at my old church, even like whatever, like a lot of Christians get mad. Just like, Henry, you're just pointing out all the bad things about us. And like, you're pointing at us. I said, no, I'm like saying, I'm not standing outside the house saying, hey, this house is on fire. I'm standing inside the house saying, hey, we're setting this house on fire. Can we get some fire extinguishers, some water hoses yes. and do something different? Because like what we're doing isn't working. So whenever I critique the church, I critique it as me being a part of the church. And mm -hmm. I don't mean a single body. I mean the big C church. Um, because this ain't it. Like the perceptions we I have totally out here, agree. it's not working. And yeah, when somebody, like you said, when somebody says, um, when somebody could, oh, the church harmed me, I'm the person to say, I'm so sorry for what you experienced at the hands of the church. Yes. You know what makes me mad? Most Christians would like, I mean, girl, you've seen it in my Facebook comments. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, Henry, that's what you have to say about the church? I said, yes, because it costs nothing. It literally costs us nothing to say, I'm sorry that exactly. the church has harmed you in the name of Jesus. That is not Jesus. Mm -hmm. Cannot, can, would you allow us to take care of you and show you a better way? It yeah. costs us nothing. If all Christians did that, do we know how much different like people would see us? <sighs> and yeah. then, and I think for me, why I hang on to my faith. Alana Kay asked me this a couple months ago. Actually, we were having some drinks. It's because for me, at the end of the day, my walk is not about, hey, what did that pastor do? Like, if that pastor did something crazy, that's not going to stop me from believing in Jesus. Because at the end of the day, my yeah. walk with the Lord is between me and myself and the Lord. And, and also people are given free will. Yes. And so that's not necessarily the church. That's that person that's that choosing person. their path. Yes. And so, and that the church like created that environment where that person could thrive doing those things for sure. Oh, then absolutely. Then let's hold that individual church kind mm -hmm. of the big C church, the church of Christ. No, me and the church are good. Um, the church of Jesus Christ, not the church of Christ. <laughs> but <laughs> Lord, the nuances. But at the end of the day, I think one of the reasons why I still believe and can't like see another way of life is because I have seen the goodness of God in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, in so many seasons of my life where, ooh, girl, don't have me crying. Um, that it's like God is real, God is yeah. evident. I mean, I listened to your story when the first time we really sat down and talked, and I'm like, I'm seeing the life of someone who God working in their life is evident, or you would not be the person you are today. And you submitting to the Lord mm -hmm. is evident because, I mean, just to come through what you've gone through. And uh, yeah, it's very evident to me that the Lord is active in your life and that you have a relationship with the Lord. And it's like, and it's not based on what other people's relationship is, it's mm -hmm. based on what you have seen the Lord do in your life, how you receive the Holy Spirit, and just how you interpret what it means to be a Christian. And then it goes back to what we were saying about single us tied in this, like love one another. Yes. And you literally. Do that well, here's the thing is like, I believe that out of everything is like, whenever all these things have been like controversial and online or, you know, in the media, et cetera, the biggest thing that people like to use scripture to like push an agenda. And yeah. my biggest thing is I'm like, what scripture are you forgetting? And it says the greatest of these is love one another. That, and it's okay. like, why is that so difficult for people to remember whenever you're wanting to use something to just push what your opinion is? And also, once again, you know that man is flawed and you know that man is given free will. So why is it that all of a sudden now you're like the holiest of holies and this is a scenario? Because like, and obviously we'll get into this like another time. Girl, but okay, we have yeah, to, I was like, to because, come back. Yeah, because episode. here's the thing is like, I just, especially I feel like around the holidays is kind of whenever people, you know, go to church or they like 
kind of are looking for something to like possibly believe in. And like also obviously like Christmas in general, um, you know, kind of brings up religion. And so my thing is, is I just hope that people are open to kind of having these topics and conversations like brought to light mm-hmm. because people are willing. Yeah. It's like, because <clears throat> here's the thing is like, especially I'd say if you ever need to talk to someone about stuff like this, like say me and Henry, Henry's still very involved in the church. I haven't stepped foot in a church in probably three years, yeah. but I still it, consider myself a believer and I do my own praying and my own research and my own everything mm-hmm. just because I haven't found a church home Yeah, and I'm not going to force, especially something like that. Whenever I have been in negative situations yes. within a church a and with family time. Yeah. And so for me, that's my thing is a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to go to church. Like that's the thing. And I was like, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian and believe. No, you do not. But, going yeah. to church does not make you a believer. No. Yeah. Because here's the thing is like, I've, Girl, I know plenty of people up in these churches that don't know nothing about Jesus. Oh, absolutely. And like, <laughs> but here's the thing too, is like, I've sat in church next to people who are absolute sinners mm-hmm. and who are asking for true forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I've sat next to people who are absolute hypocrites and pretend they're someone that they're not. The last president. Um, and so it's just like one of those things that in general, like you never know who Mm -hmm. you're going to be around or whatever is like going to any type of church or, you know, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't want to just say church because I know other people like synagogue and I was like religion, like religious, what's Uh, like, what's a good term, uh, going to any organized religion yeah like uh, anything like that is like observe your faith yeah it's just like i don't know i feel like the holidays kind of bring up emotions and things like that Mm -hmm. and thoughts and kind of like faith is questioned like i know the holidays get very rough and we've kind of been talking about that Mm -hmm. based on your life your life experiences who you're around etc and if that's something you need to look towards or you're maybe struggling with I feel like Henry and I would both be people willing to talk to you about that. Oh, please, yeah. Come and So, and that's why I was like, I've always loved everything you post. So also, will you share your Instagram with everyone? Yeah. And so, um, which is so funny because like, I mean, yeah, Tony keeps telling me I just need to make my Instagram public. It's not? (laughs) No. Oh my God, you should. I'm a private person. No, you have a lot to say. Yeah, I was like, you have things to say. You need to share. He wants to reshare something of mine. He's like, bitch. uh." (laughs) (laughs) No, because I really do. So then I was like, well, maybe I should just create a separate account that's public, but I'm just like, no, just that's do too it. Much work. And so maybe I should create a separate one that's smaller, actually, if I want to maintain. Part. You're not going to anyway. maintain yeah. it, though. Exactly. Because I already maintained three. Mine, the business exactly. one, and the podcast so. one. But, um, so I'll think about that. So, maybe for the new year. Okay. Well, let's share. But yeah, if my, you're okay, let's share oh, yeah, your for personal sure. no, one. I mean, like, you can follow me. I like yeah. set, but it's yeah. just like, I like to know who's like keeping. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, Cause you know how they creep, girl. Oh, but, I know. Yeah. <laughs> So my Instagram is Henry H E N R Y Abuto A B U T O. So my name Henry Abuto, um, and then I write a whole bunch of things like the conversation Rob and I've had. Mm-hmm. I've written probably various articles and stuff like that, and they can be found on henryabuto.com. So yeah, yeah. just because I feel like anytime you're also a very like open person, like I am when it comes yeah. to like religion and then you're very open when it comes to like religion and sexuality yeah, as well and sexuality yeah and race. so yeah. yeah and so it's just one of those things that i think people need another person to kind of look towards yeah. that you're willing another to voice. have those conversations yeah with for people. sure and i think as long as people approach me in good faith like if i can be like hey that person's trying then i will have any conversation anybody wants to have 
But if somebody's trying to come up there and you know you you know you can tell when somebody oh, actually yeah. wants to listen versus just talk back at you. Yeah. If somebody wants to listen, I'll talk all day long. Mm-hmm. I'll talk with them. But if somebody wants to berate you and a girl, I know I see you get it. I see your DMs. So oh, it's yeah. Like, yeah. But thank you so much for that. No, I was like, I just think it's like something that also needs discussed as well. As yeah. I know, once again, this is like we're starting the holiday episodes. Mm-hmm. So it's just something that I feel like needs kind of brought to light. And we might as well get into like the tough shit because I mean, why not? I'll say if there's no point. Life is too short to not keep it real. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing is, you know, I'm just like, let's just just if you're ever if you have friends that you don't feel like you can have these conversations with, first of all, I would encourage you to kind of look at your friend group. Well, I was going to say outside yeah, of I was the like, I would girl. honestly encourage you to kind of look at your friendships. And then if you do feel safe enough and you feel like you're in a safe like zone with someone, maybe approach them and be like, hey, I'd really like to have like some more open, like hard conversations mm-hmm. with someone. But if you don't feel like that's possible with anyone you're with, I feel like our group of friends were very open and mm-hmm. we do truly have a community and especially like the little pod squad with yeah. all the like local podcasters oh, sure. and whatnot. Like we all love talking yeah, and we like to talk about literally anything Yes, and we are open to any type of conversation. So if you need someone to talk to bounce ideas off of, you have questions, comments, concerns, as I always say, yeah, ask us. Absolutely. And yeah, since Robin and I were talking about traditions and everything uh, to Robin's listeners, if anybody needs something to do the Sunday after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, I would love for y'all to reach out to Robin yeah. in her DMs. My house is open. Robin can give you all. I was like, I'll share. Yeah. If anyone needs somewhere to go, then yeah. yeah. Share. Absolutely. Yeah. Reach out to Robin and she will let you know. And I would love, love, love to host you and connect with y'all. Yeah. I was like, I think that'd be so much fun. Because yeah. obviously, like, we just like to throw parties, basically. We should also. do it. Yes. Okay, girl. Don't like, become I'll... a co-host. Okay. I was like, I'll bring drinks. <laughs> yes. Okay. Committee member. Like, well, yeah. I was like, I'll bring drinks. Oh, no. Because we sides. delegate. Oh, yeah. no. We delegate. Oh, yes. yeah. I was like, I'll bring things because yes. I love that. So. Yeah, Adrian's on ice duty and veggie trays because <gasps> she doesn't. Girl, she tried it one year. She tried to cook something. And me and Tony were like, we're going to have her on veggie trays from now on. <laughs> so Adrian is your boy for veggie trays, bags of ice, girl. <laughs> Nailed it. He knows it too. Oh, I love he'll it. Literally, text will be like, "How many bags of ice should I bring?" Hey, whatever works. It works. As like ice. some people are gifted in the kitchen yes. and others are not. But so. ice is needed, and so it, are it really trays. is. Exactly. So, I was like, yeah. I love an appy. So yes, nobody wants to drink warm soda. No. Warm cocktails. So we need ice. I don't even know why I said soda. But yeah, like, I was like Coke. Yeah. <laughs> you should know better by now. Everything is Coke. Everything in Texas. Yes, that's so true. But yeah, um, thank you so much for coming Robin, on and doing this. Thank you so much for having me. What a delight. So I was like, this has been so fun. Now I feel like, but we, I feel like we opened the door to so many other conversations. I, know, I feel like we honestly could record one more. Oh, no. I mean, I'm sure we could, <laughs> yeah, but like. So I was like, the people, I mean, I don't know if y'all are sick of us yet, but we'll figure it out. We'll we'll save, maybe we'll do a little research for our next topics. So you never know. But yeah, yeah, I was like, this is fun. Uh So y'all make sure that you follow Henry online. Also make sure that you follow his podcast with Tony Green. Which is on the same page with yeah, Tony, Tony and Henry. And Henry. On the same page. Yes. yes. Um, so make sure you follow them on Spotify or Apple Podcast. And oh, that, oh, that was a good one. Wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we just but, punch our glasses. <laughs> we do that every episode yes. on me and Tony. <laughs> but um, until next time, thank y'all so much for listening. Obviously, write in anything that you would like. Um, y'all know I love to hear from you. So until then, cheers. <laughs>